the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, Thanksgiving, just two days ago, Turkey is still in our system, and we are all systems go for the Christmas season. Let me tell you, Merry Christmas. Hey, as we are enjoying this episode, this is part four of the four-part mini-series called The Critical Journey. I want to remind us that people come from all different backgrounds before they meet the Lord, and they experience what many might describe as a Christian walk. Authors Hagberg and Gulich wrote a book about this topic. The title of their book is The Critical Journey. And they identify six stages of development with really uh, an extra category in there. And we've talked about them through this mini series. Number one, the recognition of God. Stages two and three, the life of discipleship and the productive life. Stage four, the journey inward and the wall. Today we're going to conclude as we talk about stages five and six. But before we go, I want to remind us that these stages are not designed as a, a formula to grow they're, they're not designed that way. They're more a recognition of the spiritual development of the Christian life. So the win of considering a conversation like this is to help us identify where we are in the faith. So today we're going to dig right in as we talk about stage number five in the front end of this show. And stage number five is the journey Outward. You might recall stage number four is a journey inward where a lot of times there's a crisis in our life and we hit a spiritual wall and there's a lot of introspection. And sometimes it looks as if we are separated from God and, and sometimes we never overcome that stage. But if we do, these last two stages are so powerful, significant, and enjoyable. Stage five, the journey outward. This is a stage after we look inward, after there's the crisis and we understand uh, sort of the purpose that we have, we enter a journey outward. A journey outward, I want us to think about this for a little bit, and I'll share a personal example about this. If you're uh, holding on here, I want you to hear my story. But a journey outward is where we fully surrender to God, but in that surrender, our eyes are wide open to the great painful mystery of life. So now we are trusting God, not before 
uh, hardship, but after enduring hardship. The book of James talks about this. In stage five, the journey outward, we reemerge from our inward journey, and we have now uh, a fresh focus. And the focus no longer is on ourself or discovering God, but our focus expands to others. And there's a renewed sense of missional calling in our life. So we have this in stage five, the journey outward, a, a, a new, a fresh perspective where we are deeply grounded in Christ. We're at a point of our spiritual life that we are living in the fulfillment of our relationship with, with God. We understand that the purpose of, of life is fulfilling God's purpose. And here's the beauty of a journey outward stage five is, is we don't burn out. There's no burnout. We live from a place of deep calm, a place of stillness, inner stillness. That's the source of our outward journey. So if you think about this, if you've ever had that crisis, you might say, hey, I've, I've sort of hit this stage before. You may have gone back to the wall, but, but this stage is characterized by, by some of the following, that there's a full surrender to God. There's a motivation to deepen your relationships with others. One of the hallmarks of, of this stage is a clear sense of calling, missional calling. And, and another one would be a genuine concern and focused on others' interests. And this stage is a stage of peace and a stage of selflessness. Now we're talking today about the critical journey. It's the fourth part of a four-part mini-series on the critical uh, journey, and it's our, our faith walk. And I want to share my example. I'm I'm in my early 50s. I'm fourth generation Christian, um, and I've been in the same, my family's been in the same uh, denomination for all of those generations. I'm also an ordained minister, and, and, and I appear in my life as I just evaluate who I am and where I'm at. I'm, I am really entering or at the beginning stages of of stage five, and then this is where where I am, and and part of what that is, I want to share with you how I recognize that. See, I've spent a lot of my ministry, many years of my life, striving and achieving, and I don't mean that in any negative sense, but I strive to be better at my craft, to be a better pastor, a better preacher, a better teacher, to be a better coach, to be a better disciple maker, and I I create. Uh, opportunities to develop those skills and abilities and in the gifts that God has given me. It's interesting at this stage of my life, this season of my life, after I've even questioned um, what do I do with the rest of my life, what I've emerged out of is a season of accomplishing and striving where I really, at my stage today, and you don't have to be here, maybe you are, maybe you're past this, maybe you're not here yet. But my stage is all centered around helping somebody else achieve and attain and find success. You know, in a lot of ways, I felt like I was there before, but hitting stage five, you see it with fresh eyes and in a new way. Part of the characteristic of stage five is the ability to be calm and at peace. And I have to say, I'm still integrating into that mode. 
I feel like I'm busy sometimes and, and I'm looking for the right margin where my whole life is about honoring God, helping others succeed through a context of peace and rest. I'm growing more motivated right now to invest in others and develop healthy relationships with people and support others in relationships. So this is an example of stage five. Now at stage five of the critical journey, we grow into full awareness that God truly, he deeply loves us and we are never fully whole, W-H-O-L-E. So even in our lack of wholeness, God still loves us. I'll say it like this. God loves us in our humanness. At stage five, we are no longer oriented toward how to be super productive. In fact, others can can describe us as a as a p appearing slightly isolated or or pulling back. And you know, sometimes we can get stuck, maybe not really stuck at this stage, but some of the things that kind of slow us down is is others can view us as as being a little impractical or out of touch because we're all about glorifying God and serving others that we've oftentimes the appearance is self-care is not that important. We're not diligent about those certain things in our life. And it's not that we don't care. It's that we've kind of gotten to the stage and life is all about loving God and loving our neighbor. And this is because we're focused on God and others and we're not focused on self-advancement or self-promotion. See, serving, loving others becomes more important than even receiving from others. So there are some needs that we would have at stage five, and I'll highlight them before we go to break, and here's what they are. We would need, number one, support. Support so we can follow our passions to serve God first. The next thing we would need would be an opportunity and a resource to practice our calling, an opportunity to engage with people, and we might have to create that. And sometimes we might need the resources because we're cutting down on our own income even if we get to this point. Not always, but sometimes. Now, another need of someone at stage five is spiritual direction. You know, when I first heard that phrase, spiritual direction, I thought, that sounds kind of mystical, almost non-Christian, almost new age. But if you think about spiritual and direction, it's a genuine Christian perspective of spiritual direction would be a strategy to deepen your faith in God. And that's what you need in stage five is a strategy to deepen your faith in God. Finally, the, the, the fourth thing that you would need in addition to support, opportunities and resources, spiritual direction, you need freedom. You need to be released of some responsibilities so you can focus on God Freedom so you can serve others. Freedom to not be caged with the motives of self-advancement and self-promotion. So what we want to do is look on how do we, we move even out of this stage to another stage, stage number six, which we're going to talk about after the break here in just a minute. But what we want to do in, in this transition from stage five to stage six is that we don't strive for it. It's just that it develops in our life. The way that we get to the next stage is by growing deeper in the Lord. And here's the key. If you want to get to this stage and you feel like you're in a good place, but you want to go even deeper, is you need to begin to let go. Let go of your passion. 
your desire. That's actually a component in every stage, but here it's where you actually practically live it out. So, hey, this has been an enjoyable four-part series. We're going to wrap up right after the break with the final stage, stage six in the critical journey. So I want you to stay tuned and gear up for that as we close this mini-series. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And you're listening on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. We're back. Thank you so much for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith. I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, we are at the end. It's the second half of of this show, and this is the fourth episode of a four-part mini-series. As we're talking about our faith journeys And the title of this episode and and this whole four-part series is The Critical Journey. You know, through that, I just want to highlight and remind us that we've talked about step number one, recognition of God. And this is when we discovered who God was and we stood in awe of him. That was the stage. The next stage that many people move right into is a life of discipleship. And this is where we begin to belong with other believers. And we, we start to grow spiritually and learn the truths that are in the Bible and God's word. Stage number three then goes a little uh, past that and, and we begin to rehearse what we've learned. So it's called the productive life. This is where we serve and we, we really begin to make a difference, not just in our own life, but in the lives of others. Episode number three, we talked about uh, the journey inward in the wall. This is, is a season of struggle. This is when we begin to ask the questions, are all of the things that I've believed really working? Is it really true? And we begin to even face, and some people face a spiritual crisis. It appears that maybe you wander from God. Maybe you don't uh, turn your back totally on who God is, but oftentimes you might turn your back on the church or even other believers. And, and this could be a messy stage. In our beginning of this show, we talked about stage five, and this was the journey outward. And it's where we move past that crisis where we fully surrender to God, even though there's pain, even though we have uh, all of our human tendencies, we know that God still loves us and will use us. And it's at stage five that we have this renewed sense of calling, a recognition of God's purpose and how we are here to serve his purpose. And my learning point actually would be uh, an inner stillness that we experience. Well, the final stage that Hagberg and Gulich write about in the critical journey, stage number six, is called a life of love, a life of love. See, it's in this stage, number six, that we reflect God to others more clearly and more consistently than we ever thought was possible as a human being. We reflect God in our thinking, in our language, in our actions. And it's not just that we know we're reflecting who God is, but others can see God in us. Now, this 
this particular description can be part of our faith journey in every stage, but a life of love means this is how we are known. See, the fact of stage six is that we have entirely lost ourself, and yet we have truly found ourselves in God. It's, it's like being a living dead person. We are dead to ourselves and alive in Christ, and we live not according to our perspective, but his. A life of love, stage six. This is where we are humble, wise, selfless, and deeply compassionate. If I were to, to maybe uh, explain the characteristics of someone who lives in stage six, a life of love, I would say that they live a life of complete obedience to God. You know, at the other stages, you might be, you might have experienced this. There are times that, that you, you identify maybe a voice in your head, and the first question is, is that God? Is that me? Is that something else? See, when you are in stage six, you can truly recognize the voice of God and know how to obey his voice. It's, it's how you live. Another characteristic, uh, in addition to living in obedience to God, is it's, it's wisdom that's gained from life's struggles. See, there are so many times that people pray that God would remove the struggle in their life, and yet someone at stage six knows how to find the presence of God and knows how to glorify the Father and, and act in biblical wisdom even through the struggles of life. One of the characteristics of stage six is that you live with a compassionate lifestyle where you are selfless and you truly truly serve the needs of another where your goal is that they succeed and you're there to help them succeed. It's not about self-advancement in any way. In other words, another characteristic I would even say in stage six is that we're detached from what we want. We're detached from the things of life. We're detached from the stresses of life and we live a completely a life completely abandoned unto God. Stage six is where we would live with less in our life and, and we, we're happy about it. We, we delight in doing even the menial things and serving others. I like to say it like this. The life of someone at stage six is someone who is full of the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the descriptors. And we can describe ourselves in every stage um, of our Christian faith this way. But all of these together, this, these are the components and characteristics of someone at stage number six who has walked through all of these stages. You know, at stage number six, it's not just something that's a part of your life, but it's when all of these uh, converge together and people would look at you and even say, you are a little bit crazy. Like it's a little extreme. I think of Mother Teresa and it's so extreme, the vows of poverty she's taken and the acts of service that she has, has provided to so many. And, and we would say, I don't know that I could do that. But she truly was at stage six. See, it's at stage six that we become more aware that more of God is what life is all about. And less of everything else is what life is about. And I want to be clear, stage six, we're not renouncing material possessions. 
So we're not calling them negative or bad, but we truly simply learn to live with less. We become detached from things as a crutch or a prop. So we're not egocentric, self-centered, but we're theocentric, God-centered. At stage six, we're Christocentric, Christ-centered. We're exocentric, we're others-centered, where it's all about God and all about others. We love others, not for the sake of ourselves, but for their sake. <laughs> we, we love others, and, and it's not with our own goodness in mind, but it's with the goodness of others that's in mind. So stage six is a real radical expression of the biblical truth that we truly love our neighbors. What do we need? We need to simply lead and serve others. We need to be a role model. So, Cage, can you get stuck here? Well, here are some thoughts. Others can view you as separate from the world, which on one hand looks holy, but in other ways it looks like you're out of touch. Uh, Others might perceive that you neglect yourself and maybe you're just wasting your life because you're so concerned of others. But the idea is you are the hands and the feet of Jesus. A couple of questions as we wrap up this mini-series, The Critical Journey. Number one, where do you identify yourself right now? Stage one, two, three, four, the wall. Stage five, stage six, where are you in this process? The second question I would ask you is, are you thriving in this process? Are you living this out and exploring the stage that you're in? Or or are you possibly stuck at this stage and you want to go to the next stage, but you can't seem to figure that out? Or maybe, maybe I would ask this question, how is God asking you to respond to your learning about these stages of the critical journey? See, partnering with a coach a discipleship coach can help you answer these questions. Where are you in the spiritual process? Are you thriving in this stage or are you stuck? And here's where a coach comes into play. How are you responding to what God is teaching you through this information? Actually, this is what your discipleship coach is all about. If coaching about this topic or really any other spiritual topic or any topic in your life, uh, you can partner with a coach. You could partner with me at Your Discipleship Coach. Actually, you could visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and complete our free coaching readiness questionnaire. We would love to hear from you. You can certainly follow the show and make sure that you hear every episode right here or on the podcast. In fact, through this mini series and as a regular listener of the show, I want to thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. This show has been brought to you by our sponsors at Heritage Counseling Center, heritagecounseling.com, by Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com, and Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit Professional Coach University. Hey, as we are now locked and loaded in the Christmas season, I encourage you to, to truly reflect Christ in all you do and in all you say. I want to remind you that I am for you and God is for you. 
And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks for listening. You're listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's Your Discipleship Coach. Coach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.